Welcome to Renew Humanity, the podcast for heart-centred social changemakers. I'm Tiana, a mid-twenties changemaker from Australia on a mission to live consciously, explore and change the world. As a life coach for changemakers, whose practice is centred on three fundamental pillars, philosophy, spirituality and social change, this show dives deep into how you can find and live in alignment with your truth, the mindset and strategy tools to increase your impact and ways to help you thrive across all areas of your life. If you're a social change maker who is ready to serve humanity as an abundant, heart-centered leader, this is the podcast for you. This episode of Renew Humanity is brought to you by Life Cycle. If you're looking to thrive mentally and physically in your life, try adding mushrooms. Life Cycle was co-founded by Julian and Ryan in 2015 when they decided to collect coffee waste from Australian cafes and restaurants and used it to grow gourmet mushrooms, which they could sell back to the community. Once the coffee waste had been used to grow mushrooms, it could then be used as organic fertilizer. They were creating a closed-loop system and beginning their mission to inspire new attitudes towards food production, waste products, and mushrooms. Lifecycle has now transformed into an evolutionary mushroom biotechnology company that is harnessing the great potential that mushrooms possess. I've been using Lifecycle mushroom extracts and I love them. My favorite, a cordyceps extract added to my morning coffee for a slow-release energy boost throughout the day, and lion's mane extract when I arrive at my office to help me focus and get into a real flow state for my PhD research. The best part is that our friends at Lifecycle have given our community a 10% discount with the code HUMANITY10. Just head to the link in the episode show notes to grab your discount today. If you've listened to the chat that I had with Brie a few episodes ago, you would have heard her speak about starting her ethical jewellery company that's on a mission to create a more body positive future. And she said something in that chat that really resonated with me. She said that we can't be our best selves in the world if we are conscious about what we look like. I think that is so true. We can't be the best change makers that we can be and show up as our full authentic selves and spread love in the world if we don't have love for ourselves, including our bodies. Today's guest, Nikki, in her own words, is on a mission to end once and for all the stigma and insecurity of stretch marks and create a global movement of self-love and spiritual acceptance. Nikki's story is one of surrender and self-love, and I hope that you get as much out of this conversation as I did. Thank you so much for joining me for this chat today. Do you think um, you could just begin by kind of sharing a little bit about your story and who you are? Absolutely. Um, So to start with my story, I had went through a trying time, um, March of 2020, The pandemic started, I'm sure you're aware of, and I had, unfortunately, due to fear, started to experience this overwhelming feeling of panic. For the first time in my life, I had felt like I was dying, Uh, like my spirit was being pulled from my body. It was a terrifying time because I not only live alone, I didn't recognize this emotional experience that I was going through to where it, again, I felt like I was at death's door. So 
to go through that for the first time in March and to continue to experience these things, these panic attacks every other night, few times a month, they were sending me directly to the emergency room to where I just felt over and over that this is my last day on earth. My mind, Tiana, at that time was so deep into my thoughts of just a sense of disconnection from myself and from people to where I honestly didn't know how I was going through each day. I didn't even know how I was living yet surviving because I'm still working. I'm still communicating with people. And, and on the outside, it's looking like I'm having a normal life, but I was going through an internal hell that I was literally living by myself. I didn't express this or share this to anyone. So there came a time in my life after a year and a half of battling with this horrible panic that I had decided, I had this inkling when I woke up in the morning to start this course, this book. It's an 18-day course that I had purchased much prior on Amazon. And this is like, this spirit told me like, do this course, you are going to complete it, do not quit, do it. So I picked it up and did it wholeheartedly. And let me tell you, within those 18 days, I literally strictly embraced the choice of love. I embraced the love that I am and the light that abides with inside of me. So I can tell you after just one week, my panic attacks began to stop. I was able to finally be able to sleep peacefully at night. I felt this overwhelming sense of joy and of hope. It was like the first time after this year and a half battle that I had hope and believe in myself that I can absolutely overcome this. So getting into the second week of the course, this, this was dropped into my spirit to start a program or a community to help men and women with stretch marks. So when that came to me, I immediately went to my computer and just started typing. I just let it pour out of me. I started just typing it out. And I'm telling you, when I finished typing, I went to the mirror. And for the first time out of like 15 years, I was able to look at my body. I stood in front of the mirror completely naked. And this, this deep sense of acceptance came over me to where I was like, like, I looked at myself, I was like, I love you. I'm proud of you that there is a fight in you, that you are going to be able to overcome this. I, it was like a huge sense of this deep passion and love that I had never felt before. And I just again started speaking over my body. So that's when I just started to continue working on stretch marks and spot. It's philosophy, what I want to do. And it started to morph into a brand that wants to stretch the imagination of my of men and women of who they think they are, who they thought they were, into who that they can't, who they can be. This brand strictly, we're dealing with self-love and self-acceptance. And I'm all about working on your internal mindset this is a mindset work this is about your feeling you're going to feel better and you're going to be able to see beyond your scars I'm, I'm not here saying i want you to love your stretch marks love them you need to look at them in the mirror and say i love these scars they're beautiful i am not reducing men and women to these scars i am saying you know what they're a part of nature it happens in life and you're going to be able to just completely forget about them that is the place that i'm in now i don't even see them when, I'm, when I change and put on my clothes every day, I don't even see them, I'm rocking them like I never have before. I'm coming out of hiding and I'm opening myself up to this life that has always been awaiting for me. So this is like what my brand is working on and what we wanna push and grow within this community that I'm building. Cause I'm doing it all by myself. I mean, there's, there's so many different cards, <laughs> so many different cards 
to building a brand. So I'm like, I'm pouring my heart and my soul into this. And I truly believe in its work with the minds that I want to transform within men and women who are struggling with this insecurity of stretch marks, which is dealing with fear. And that's where the panic attacks and stretch marks come in. It's based around fear. So um, I did my best to just go through it quickly. I, I didn't want to like, you know, talk too long and stretch this out, but I wanted to give you a good sense and general idea of the birth of why I started Stretch Marks the Spot. You know, that's an amazing story. And you mentioned that um, you kind of felt like you were being like called to do this or like told. I'd love to know yeah. what your like relationship was with spirituality or God or however you might describe it. Yeah. Um, has it always been like this kind of strong or is it something that kind of just happened really suddenly? Like I'd love to hear more about that. That's a good question. Well, I, I was raised in a, as a Christian for 21 years of my life, and I had walked away due to an incident that had happened to me in church. I walked away and I just went into this deep search of spirituality. I went into, um, like, you know, the universe and, and chakras. I really started to get into, like, that world of using your internal power. And I dabbled in all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but, um, I can tell you the, the most recent two years, I wasn't really doing any type of practice. I was just kind of living life. Uh, I was going through all sorts of things. So for me to get these attacks and the trauma that I was going through, it brought me to my knees. It brought me back into the place to where I stood by myself. And I said, God, I need your help. Like this, I need a power stronger than myself because I cannot do this right now. I need your help. So it just, it caused me to come back on my feet and to completely surrender and say, I need your help. So this entire process, I felt brought me back to that connection of spirit and believing in this higher power who's going to guide me. Because I'm telling you, when I heard that voice to start this course, I hear a voice saying that you are divine love. These, these things that I am connecting with um, that is over, it's, it's like, it's beyond the negative self-talk voices that I hear all the time every day. When I get those bursts and those pores of your love, your life, uh, these, these messages, it just is, it's continuing to increase my faith and my walk as I continue to walk this journey. So yeah, I'm back at God's feet. I'm back at being open to what the universe call it spirit. However you want to term it is directing my life because it is my purpose every single day to choose love to choose love in my thoughts and how I view every single person that I come across. That to me is a miracle. That to me is a shift in my mentality to where I see every single person as a holy encounter. To me, that's God. And I'm going from there on this evolution of spirituality, what it means to me and in my experience. Wow. For somebody who maybe is just kind of like, beginning their journey with spirituality do, do you have anything that's kind of like worked for you and that's allowed you to really kind of connect with spirit or god or any kind of practices that they might be able to tap into if they're not really sure how to navigate that relationship absolutely. and journey absolutely one thing that i would recommend is to just sit with yourself if that is if you enjoy listening to music if you want to sit in a quiet place i do it all the time to where i simply just laid on the ground or got in my bed and i said you know what spirit i ask that you hear my request to know that i am here and open for healing and i just rest and i and i practice just listening and being calm and 
doing my best to shut off my thoughts and to receive whatever comes to me. This isn't about you need to follow step one, two, three, four, and five so that you can hear spirit talk to you. When you come with an open heart, a humble heart, to want and to be open to any type of instruction to assist you, to me, I feel like that's when it flows. Love is always flowing. So if I can recommend anything is to be honest with yourself and get into an environment and rest. Rest. Stop thinking so much. Rest and lay down. And quiet. Quietness, again, you can be music or nothing. Wherever you feel led, that brings you peace. And you go from there. You have to learn to to hear that inner voice, of which I believe we all have. You've got to learn to submit to that. So that's one thing I would recommend. Yeah, no, I love that. I think like with, you know, the way the world is, it's so easy for us to get caught up and we're always like busy and doing things and we forget yes. that how amazing just a bit of quiet and like stillness can be for our um, spirituality. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, <clears throat> when you decided to kind of start sharing your story and helping others, yeah. Was that really scary for you to put yourself out there? Was there like a lot of self-doubt that you had to deal with? Like, what did that process look like? And that is what is so amazing when you ask me that question. I had no fear. There was no self-doubt. When it comes, this is like who I naturally am. I'm learning to come in alignment with that woman who has always been inside of me. I love sharing my story. I'm a natural person that loves to captivate and to hear whoever I'm listening to and give them any type of wisdom that flows through me. So for me to open my mouth, it wasn't hard at all. It was like spirit was telling me to own your voice. I'm going to teach you to own your voice every time that you walk into a room or when you talk to someone, you're going to walk in a position of authority. And I'm not, like, I'm not afraid. This right here, I'm like, I'm enjoying this. I'm, this is my happy place. <laughs> this is like, I feel happy doing things like this because I, my goal is truly, I'm a heart-to-heart person. I'm a natural, like, impact. Honestly, I'm an impact at heart. So this is just, to me, it's an alignment with my spirit, alignment with who I am. So yeah, no fear, no fear. I love, I love, love talking and sharing my story. <laughs> I love that. I wish I was more like that. I think I still get a little bit nervous and self-doubty, but it's natural. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> how do you find balancing kind of like starting this brand and doing all of this stuff with life? I mean, Obviously, like as humans, yeah. we have so many responsibilities. Do. do you, yeah, do you, how do you manage it? And <clears throat> do you have any kind of like tips for um, self care and ways that you kind of stop yourself from burning out or anything like that? Okay, good. Yeah. So, so to answer your question with self care, um, I make it immediate action to first thing when I wake up in the morning, I give thanks. I am grateful for right now to have woken up that I'm here. I say, Nicole, I honor you. We're going to have an amazing day. And I say, spirit, I allow you to work through me. I allow love to continue to extend through me. And who can I talk to? Who can I help? I, I say this to myself every morning. So I prepare my spirit and my mind to be just a vessel for whatever the universe wants to do through me. So that is one tip that I do. I think that, it, that is highly important. And I set my intention for the day. Today is going to be a day of influence. It's going to be a day of healing. It's going to be a day of miracles. I, whatever someone desires to set their intention to, I believe it is important to declare that over your life and do it every single day. So once I say those things, I get into my flow of work. And, you know, I talk to myself a bunch. You know, I talk to myself a bunch. So even in work, I'm consistently reminding myself that I'm the light of the world, that there is glory flowing through me. I consistently and being aware of the thoughts that are going on in my mind, 
And that's another important aspect with my brand is that we have to learn to not be so tolerant of our mind wandering all of the time. So I'm just making effort to exercise my mind. So through that, um, in managing the life and like balancing, because I do work full time, I've got other stuff going on in the day, but I'm telling you, I am so alive when I come home after working 10 hour days to sit at my computer and to do this creative work, to build my brand and to say, you know what, I've been maintaining this other woman, this businesswoman that I've been doing for the past seven years. To me now, my real work is this hard work that I'm doing with stretch marks to spot. I am building this from the ground up. So I'm just so inspired. I'm like so ready, put on some happy music. I love dancing. I'm so big on people doing what you are passionate about. If that's making something, if that's drawing a little picture, sitting outside. I love to dance, do a quick little dance for myself and get pumped, especially when you, I live alone. So I'm like, I do my best to be my own cheerleader. It's mm -hmm. important to be pumped and stay hyped and to inspire yourself each and every step of the way. So those are like some little tips I can give you um, and, and how I am balancing life. It's, I'm enjoying it. I can say I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> I love that. I feel like I can yeah. relate, like all of the things that I do that might be work like considered work, but it's something that like I genuinely love. It doesn't yeah. feel like work. And exactly. I don't think I could imagine my life without that stuff. <laughs> like right? you, you probably couldn't imagine your life now, like without this. <laughs> it, it truly feels worth living. I can mm -hmm. tell you now being in that depressive state and experiencing all that, I feel like I am living every day. And I am so grateful for life in each moment. It's, it's a game changer. It's a game yeah. changer. Doing something I love. It's great. It's great. Uh -huh. So tell us a little bit more about your brand, uh, Stretch Marks the Spot. You obviously focus on self-love and acceptance, but there is a big yeah. emphasis on stretch marks. Is that right. something that you have personally struggled with the most when it comes to um, self-love and acceptance? Absolutely. This is like, because I'm my brand and I got stretch marks at an early age at 15. I was a natural athlete. I was a cross-country runner. After one month in training, I woke up one morning and I saw these stretch marks all on the sides of my butt. I was like, what is this? It shattered me. I'm telling you, since that day forward, I continue to get them. Now, the stretch marks only come, the, the ones on my body, they only come on my, like my legs, the back of my legs and in my buttocks area to where it's actually encompassing all of my buttocks. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, how do I get used to this? It just shattered. Like I had always hid myself, even in relationships, doing certain events. I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go do things with friends. I'm telling you, I hid behind these marks. I felt so unworthy. I felt like no one would want me, especially when it came to marriage or having a mate. It goes so deep. And I'm working on a book with that with, in regards to this, but I never fully loved myself and embraced the woman of who I am. I'm like, what is wrong with stretch marks? Now in my mind, I'm like, there is nothing. I laugh sometimes. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. And so like I'm saying with this brand, with stretch marks, I'm going to help them see it has nothing to do with the scars. It has nothing to do with the cracks on your body. This is honestly seeing your worth. This is seeing who you are and who you will always be. And that's what part of the work that I'm doing with my brand. So it's like stretch marks is an emphasis, but it's going to morph into beyond that. This is going to continue to grow and more. The more that I'm putting in this work, and even with my own healing, more things are going to be added into this. But to begin with, yes, those who have stretch marks, men and women, and I'm working on some cool projects to help you start feeling better today. Today, 
I don't care where you have stretch marks, so you're going to feel better today. So <laughs> this is, um, that's just to answer your question. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. Gosh. Do you think that like, like what is the biggest shift? What was the biggest shift from, I guess, like even for me personally, I feel like when I was younger, I always, I was always very confident in my appearance or my body, but it was always okay. because of external validation and just for like some context for my entire adult life, I've worked in a strip club. So I've always had, I've always had like men like giving me money and like, you know, complimenting me, like it comes with the job. But Uh I like something I really struggled with, I think was learning how to love myself and my body without that external validation from other people. Like I was always kind of coming from that position, like, Oh, well other people, you know, accept me and my body. So I'll do that. And then, I, I think like I just had this like realization one day I was like I don't really love me mm-hmm. me like I'm, I don't know mm-hmm. like do you have any kind of like advice or tips for people who maybe might be struggling with like a similar thing that's a good question yeah because like you mentioned you said externally I mean look to from what you're saying your body you look great you even got the compliments you worked in a strip club you were given that race I mean it sounds like you never necessarily struggled with body insecurity because you got that validation in lines with your work and probably outside of that work. But I don't know what happened to where you were able to say, was there a time where, we, where you were like, I don't necessarily love myself. Did it hit you one day? Like, were you just, I think what, what happened? I think it had to do with um, like, I was talking to friends about like, um, like just like surgery and like getting like boobs done and stuff like that. Like I've never had my boobs done. And okay. all of my friends were like, would you ever get your boobs on? Like, do you want bigger boobs? And I was like, well, men have never complained about the size of my boobs. So like, I don't see why I would. And then that kind of like hit me. I was like, why would I even be thinking about like altering my body based yes. on the opinions yes. of other people? Like if I'm yes. going to do something like that, it should be because yes. genuinely going to make me happy. Right. Like regardless right. of what the decision was with my body, like it should be a decision that I make for myself. Yes not yeah because of what I think other people are gonna think it, and that and see and that you're hitting you right there I'm like that that's so deep so I'm like to me when women like you were able to come into that aha moment to where you're saying huh you know why why would I want to get these done for the acceptance or approval of others it's like if I were to to recommend to you it's saying you've got to learn to live within yourself within your square I feel like we're going to all have those moments of observation to where hey you you look good you've got a perfect body but yet you know what you're going to have those trigger those trigger moments to where you realize wow do I entirely love myself or why am I feeling this pressure I recommend you have to first come to that moment of realization and once you're there you have to do the internal work again this is about internal dialogue so to recommend anything, I'm simply just going to direct you into yourself, into your mind and saying, okay, what is my happy place? What is it that makes me feel good? This is like, I feel like I'm going through a rabbit hole with this because I'm processing this. <laughs> this is a great, it's a great, it's a great question. So I don't know. I feel like, again, when you have that aha moment, you got to get with yourself and you go from there. And it's about changing that internal dialogue and making sure that you feel great about yourself even you have you you're confident in your body confidence again it's like a feeling it's an it's a knowing and when that is disrupted it's going to cause you to look deeper and if you want to go deeper you will and that's where I feel I could help move you in the direction of opening that journey to self-love that's beyond just your physical appearance Mm -hmm. so that's how I would answer that's coming to me now (laughs) 
Awesome. Um, so I always kind of wrap up with the same three questions. Um, oh, okay. So as, as a coach, I work with people and I kind of have three focus areas. So there's um, alignment and like aligning with your truth and your purpose. Um, and then there's impact, which is all about kind of allowing change makers and people working in the social change space to um, increase their impact. Um, and then there's thrive, which is all about thriving um, in okay. a very holistic way throughout your life. So I have one question for each. Um, so the aligned question is just what's one piece of advice that you would have for people who are kind of needing more direction or clarity um, or focus in their life to really align with their truth? Yeah, I would say the act of surrendering is big in that you've got to come to a place. If you want to align with your truth, give up everything that you think you know, the past you think are right. You've got to come again to a place of total surrender to where you don't resist. You need to stop trying to control stuff. You've got to completely be open for a new train of thought, a new way of life that is meant for you. So I'd recommend you the importance of surrendering all that you are and to be open to the universe directing you and tapping into that power that's within inside you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one kind of strategy that you might have that allows you to really um, increase the impact that you have in your work, whether that's being more productive or um, anything like that? Yeah, I know for me personally, I have to be aware of the pitfalls that I tend to get into. So when I observe that and I see those triggers coming on, I immediately acknowledge it. I don't try to push it under the rug. I say, you know what, I'm observing this behavior, um, God, that is coming back up. And I just want to continue. I want to give it to you and I'm going to press on. I'm going to give this an extra 15 minutes. So again, being aware observing it speaking it and releasing it and pushing yourself beyond that limit to me is growth it's a step forward I feel like that's something (laughs) I feel like that's something (laughs) I really needed to hear I feel like I have a tendency like when I see like my pitfalls and whatever I'm just like avoid it don't think about it focus on what you're good at but sometimes acknowledging those things and kind of working through them rather than avoiding them is yeah so much more powerful Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what's one tool or practice? It could be like a product that you use, an app, a yeah. resource, whatever it might be, that you think really helps you thrive throughout your day. Yeah, I I don't know if you've heard of Marianne Williamson. She is one of my absolute favorite authors, and I find myself reading some of her quotes and things that she puts in her book. So I always recommend finding some type of inspirational book that literally touches you, that it it ignites something in you. So for her, I just flip through random pages. I'll flip through a random page and, and scroll down and bam, hit, hit. It's just like spirit move. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit this. You are, I'm trying to think of a way to go. Oh, here's one that she said. She says, I can see peace instead of this. So when I go through my day, I would just apply that to my day. If I'm feeling upset because some car cut me off before I react, because that's, that's immediately what, where I want to go. I'm like, you know what, Nicole? I can see peace instead of that. Like I'll, I'll immediately go ahead and say that mantra. So I, to me, it's good to have a book or some type of resource. You like a certain thing on the internet, grab a nugget, apply it to yourself, apply it to your mind, apply it when you're going through the day. So um, that's one, that's one thing for me. Oh, that's such a powerful quote too. Isn't it great, girl? It's like, so it's, good, it's, yeah. right? I'm like, I can see peace instead of this. Even if I'm in some confrontation, it happens, mm-hmm. a disagreement. 
I speak it in my mind. I'm speaking it in my mind as you're talking at me, mm-hmm. as you're coming at me. And I want to be guided by love on how to answer you. Just be open, be mm-hmm. open. It totally shifts your whole feeling in your, your mentality. Yeah. Like every, mm-hmm. every situation you have the choice and how you're going to react to it and choosing peace. Wow. Choose peace. Every second, those opportunities consistently oh, manifest. You have an opportunity each and every day to choose peace, to choose love. That is what I'm dedicated to. I'm not perfect, but I made a decision to be gentle with myself and to do my best to choose love every single day, every single day in this walk. So Final question. How can everyone connect with you, follow your journey, learn yes. more about your brand? Yeah. So since this is work, you know, it's work. I'm doing all this myself. I have an Instagram page um, and I'm in the process of getting my landing page um, done as well. I'm, got, I'm getting a YouTube channel too. So right now it's Instagram, but I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I'm still going to take you some time to get these other works up because you know you want everything to be perfect and nice mm-hmm. so as of right now i have an email and um instagram that's up <laughs> what's the email and instagram yeah um the email is called uh-huh, yeah it's called the stretch mark code it's the one we've been corresponding with at gmail.com and then my instagram is called the stretch mark code as well awesome. mm-hmm. i'll make Simple. sure i leave those in the episode description so everyone can okay see. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was incredible. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at a underscore new underscore humanity or head to anewhumanity.net to access our coaching materials. And if you want to connect with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Tiana J.